Hey everybody, welcome to Anime Stroganoff. I'm Lyle. And I am Eli. And we're back. Season 2, baby. Season 2, bitches. <laughs> bet, you, bet you thought we weren't coming back. But oh, you would only be so lucky. I'm sure you thought we might come back with something profound and prophetic from our month off. The The hiatus has... The hiatus has been a hiatus. <laughs> yeah, it's been great. <laughs> I watched way too much Digimon. <laughs> and Eli didn't watch any anime. <laughs> At all. On one hand, it was extremely refreshing. On the other hand, there's so much shit I gotta watch now. And I don't even mean for the podcast. I mean just in general. There's good stuff. There's a lot of good stuff coming out. Just all the time these days. In any case, some something good we watched recently, though. The one thing we both watched over over the hiatus. Yes, Darwin's Game. Darwin's Game. And yeah, I know it came out last year, and like, it was on a lot of people's really good anime lists. But here we are. We watched this it. This was the this was the first I'd heard of it. Like I said, I'd heard of it last year in 2020 um because mother's basement had put out a video on it i was like oh that's cool i'll watch it at some point i'm sure i never got around to it though i think we were just kind of idly browsing crunchyroll or something and really no no no. we were we were on netflix i remember this part distinctively actually okay and we were looking at what they were had coming out and we saw that darwin's game was going to be added and I didn't know that it had already come out, so I assumed it was going to be like a Netflix original. I just said to myself, oh, well, that's going to be something to look for. It's going to be terrible, but it's going to be something to look for. <laughs> and then you dropped a bombshell on me, and it's already out and on Crunchyroll, because it came out last year. This is true. It is out on Crunchyroll right now, as of this recording. As of this recording. Who knows what will happen to it? In the time between recording and release of this episode. <laughs> Anyways, so let's talk about Darwin's Game. Darwin's Game. Okay, so when I introduced it to you, I was kind of like, well, how did I describe it? I I don't even, I don't remember. I remember my first impression going in was, so this is just going to be a shitty Future Diary ripoff. That was your opinion at the time, yes. That was my opinion at the time, yes. And it actually turned around. Turned it around. It, it turned around very quickly. And then like it turned around again. episode one, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then a little bit later, it turned around again. Yep. And that, listeners, is called giving away your opinion in the first paragraph. Anyway, so very basically, let's actually go over the background for the series so like darwin's game it was uh winter 2020 which means it was alongside like uh hanako-kun and interspecies reviewers and inspector and like Smalley in the blind forest uh satan academy magia record a lot of stuff came out at the same I th- time i think we've mentioned that winter 2020 is kind of like or at least for 2020 it was 
the place with the most sleeper hits that never hit. Yes. Uh, Studio Nexus, which has done... Some stuff. Like one other thing? <laughs> no, they've done other stuff. They did Comic they've... Girls. Uh, they did Grombelm. That's actually a mark against them, to be honest. <laughs> Darwin's Game is their highest rated series. Uh, no, actually... no, Comic Girls is actually slightly higher. And above that is uh, Rockadai Kishino Cavalry. Oh, yeah, that? that. Chivalry of a Fair Failed Knight, which is significantly more popular. And it's irrelevant because it was five years ago, so nobody cares. Any case, so yeah, Studio Nexus, good stuff. Um, the director was, uh, let's see here, Yoshinobu Tokimoto. Hope I said that right. Not really notable. Ex- all all they really did was Comic Girls, and other than that, they're mostly credited as, as an episode director. So they do have experience directing, but the only other thing that they've actually directed is, like, lead directed, is a four-coma adaptation. So I'm not going to say that that comes through at some areas, but let's move on. <laughs> Any case, it's an adaptation of a manga of the same name. Which I believe is ongoing. It is. It is still ongoing. Uh, manga originally came out in 2012. That's that's really all there is to it. Um, so let's get into the story. Let's get into the story. So very very fun stuff. So in roughly uh, now, <laughs> in roughly now, there exists a smartphone app called Darwin's Game. It's a it's a game. It's a mobile game. <laughs> it's a mobile gotcha game. Yes, where you have to fight people to the death. And the winner gets points. That's really all there is to it. That's it's really all there is to it. It's You can do you can do a lot of stuff with your points and all this, it's including rolling on a gotcha, which gives you stuff like guns and grenades. You, you sign up for a mobile app. It pits you in fights to the death against randos. You get stuff from it. And also superpowers. Oh yeah, that's right. Everybody who signs up for Darwin's game gets a sigil, which is a superpower, basically. Ranging from weak sauce utility power to game breaking. Yes. Completely <laughs> random. So, for example, um Let me think here. What was what was one of the weak sauce ones? Uh there was the one guy who he could tell whether or not someone was lying. Not awful, but I mean, not useful in a fight to the death. Very true. Uh, there was the guy who could see auras. And then the straight up the guy who could teleport. Oh yeah, the, the guy who could <laughs> bend space around him. Um, The guy who can literally duplicate and create infinite copies of like any item he sees. Any item he touches. Any item he touches. And understands. I mean, does Whatever. he really understand all the things no. that he touches? No. No, but that's part of the that's part of his sigil is understanding anything he touches. He basically has the unlimited blade works. 
but with guns. But but it works with guns. And uh, spoiler, that's our main protagonist. <laughs> yeah. Let's see some other ones. I think one guy's got like super scent. He can smell real good. Yeah. Uh, There's the one dude who can project force fields. That is pretty cool. And then the one dude who can control fire. Fire is actually pretty common, I feel like. I mean, you'd think, but we only really saw the one guy. Well, there was the girl who got punted off a rooftop who had, like, fire powers. Oh, yeah. So we saw two people. <laughs> and there's probably more. We don't get a, a, a complete... Um... There's the girl who can basically see uh, every future possibility. Good times, good times. Um, there's the guy with plant powers. That is his power. Plants. Plants. <laughs> yeah, uh, when we said superpowers, we, we, we meant superpowers. None of that, like, explainable phenomenon here. L- literally, one of the characters has a, has their superpower be controlling anything that looks like a wire. Don't ask how that one works. It also includes things like chains. <laughs> I mean, chains are really just a series of big wires interconnected, aren't they? Exactly. It's really just one big wire. In any case, so, basically, our main character, whose name I don't remember. Um... No, not <laughs> drawing a blank here, too. <laughs> he, uh... He gets invited to this to Darwin's game called D Game in in universe because if you say the name, then uh, the admins will come and kill you. If you if you say the name in a place where people who don't play the game hear you. Also, I just think if you say the name in general. No, because the dude was saying the name. It's just that since no normal people heard him, it's fine. You don't ah. draw attention to the game. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, anyway, so he gets an invite to the game from one of his friends who died to a panda-suited invisible murderer. (laughs) Yeah. Also, his friend's kind of a dickweed. Yes. His friend had the ability to control uh, extendable exacto knife blades, I think. He had, yeah, he had like a magical exacto knife. Or very limited telekinesis. (laughs) I don't even know what his superpower was. A very limited form of telekinesis. Apparently it was super weak. Because he was complaining about it. Fair. Oh wait, no, I'm thinking of the other friend. Yes, the other friend is the one who can see auras. Yeah. Anyway, so our main protagonist accidentally signs up for the app. And, uh... (laughs) Well, he ends up being hunted down by the panda-suited invisible murderer... Fun times. Fun times. The the funny thing is, that fight actually ends in... He wins the fight, not because, like, he did anything, but just because the invisible panda murderer uh, got run over by a car <laughs> <laughs> that couldn't see him because he was invisible. Hilarious. Uh, good stuff. Good, good times. Stuff. Good times. And at the during that fight though his his friend that can see auras ended up uh dying. He he had two friends. One invited him to play. 
the other one's like, oh shit, our friend invited him. My mother, our third friend invited him to play, and then died. Yeah. And the guy who could see auras had a crossbow, so really goes to show you how prepared he was for the uh, rigors of D game. <laughs> well, I mean, he probably got it from the gotcha shop. Fair. I don't think you can. You, I, I think you can somewhat control what you get, because some of them are just normal items you buy. Yeah. I mean, all I'm saying is, if he got a crossbow from the gotcha. I'd want my money back because our protagonist did his one free roll and he got a freaking, uh, I think a 1911. He got a Beretta. Okay. Nine mil. He, he just straight up got a gun. He, yeah, he got a gun. He got a pistol. <laughs> he got a pistol. Super useful. Of course, he starts chatting with this one girl in the game who's like super high ranked. And, and has the murder boner for him. <laughs> I mean, not until not until they fight, which is what happens when he stupidly goes to an abandoned warehouse. With a taser. <laughs> with nothing but a taser. He had a gun and he brought a taser to an abandoned warehouse fight. To be fair, he didn't think there was going to be a fight there. He just thought, like... To be fair... If he thinks that someone's inviting him to an abandoned warehouse to have good times, he's an idiot. <laughs> that, that is fair. That is fair. In any case, there's, they had a fight. Uh, wire girl, that's the one he was talking to. And him had a fight. And he actually ended up winning by making her forfeit. And it turns out you can also have them forfeit. And if they forfeit, they don't die. Oh, yeah. Well, you, don't have to, you don't have to kill them. You don't have to kill them. You can either let the timer run out... Which is hard because it's like an hour long. <laughs> or you can, uh, whatchamacallit, you can have your opponent forfeit. You and remember they're... back when invading other people's games was like a thing in games like uh, Watch Dogs or Assassin's Creed? When you could just like be in single player and then someone would randomly jump into your game and take over an NPC and try and kill you? I'm thinking kind of like Dark Souls. Or that. I've never that played works. Dark Souls. Well, I mean, Dark Souls is probably a better example. Where they, they like, pop in, and they're like, Sup, bitch, I'm here to kill you. <laughs> yeah, it's basically that. Very exciting. You know, honestly, if it wasn't for the whole, you know, dying thing, I would totally play this game IRL. <laughs> Just be... be- be walking down the street, get notified, someone is hunting you. <laughs> <laughs> Match begin. <laughs> um, the interesting thing is, um, there are hints that maybe players don't actually die, but then they, it, for every instance that, ah, it's so frustrating. Cause butterflies. <laughs> the, there's the, yeah, there's the butterflies every time someone dies. Um, but, like, early on, main protagonist, whose name I forgot, asks about the how you die part. Because when you die in the game, if you don't just, like, die out, well, no matter what, if you die in the game, you die for real. By being forcibly teleported. Piece by piece. It looks excruciating. <laughs> but uh, Wire Girl calls this the, like, point 
loss, like your the out of points penalty. Like if you run out of points, this happens to you. But like, so do you get to respawn if you don't if you die and don't run out of points? I'm very confused. What what happens to the points of someone who dies, but not all their points got transferred in the match? I, I guess they go into limbo. That's arguably worse. <laughs> well, in any case, um, many questions can be asked about this. Yes. That's how you know it's a good one. <laughs> yes, up to a certain point. Up to a certain point. Foreshadowing. <laughs> okay, moving on. So basically, our protagonist finds out his sigil, beats the wire girl, and then collapses, and then she takes him back to his ho- her house and reveals that she has a murder boner for him. Well, now I think just a normal boner? <laughs> yes. <laughs> quickly, quickly dropped the murder part of that. Yeah, it's it's very very strange, very very strange. She's the Yuno Gaslight to his Yukiteru. I don't know Yuki's last name. Would it be his first name? Isn't I... his la- isn't his family name Amano? Yes, yes. Cool, it is. <laughs> cool. <laughs> In any case, so he he finds out more about the game, and this is all episode one, by the way. <laughs> Was it? I thought the. I could have... Episode one is double length. That's right. That's right. And there's only eleven episodes, so I guess technically this is all the first two. But this that is true. That is true. For pacing reasons, I'm assuming they put it all in one extra strength episode. Yes. Which, if you were watching this week to week, I would probably be very appreciative of. Yeah, because I mean, if you just had the panda murderer episode before. <laughs> Like, if you just have the Panda Murder episode and then you just have the Warehouse Fight episode, I don't know. Yeah, that that does kind of throw the pacing off a bit. <laughs> Even though it's the same period of time. Yes. I don't know. In any case, episode three was just, like, I don't even, even remember. I think it was just hanging out for the most building part. Up the, building up the world a bit more. Yeah. Introducing a couple more characters. Leading into the next arc. The... <laughs> The the super long awesome arc. Yes, the technically not a battle royale, but it's totally a battle royale ring hunt game event. arc event thing. It's an in-game gotcha event where they have to go and find a bunch of rings. Also murder. Lots of murder. Technically they didn't have to murder. Technically they didn't have to get their rings either, but... This is also true. It's a really long arc. It's a pretty long arc. It's like half, it goes from uh, half the, like half the, the season. End of episode three to the midway through episode eight, was it? I believe so, yes. Eight? I believe, yes. It's like the beginning of episode eight is the end of the arc. For and a then, single core anime, it's a pretty long arc. Yeah, it's quite long. I mean, no, oh, four episodes, but that's, that's a third of the runtime. Yeah. It's like, we got set up and then immediately thrown into a battle royale. Personally, I would have appreciated it more if they had spent more time doing the random battles. Like in episode one. And a little bit of episode two. 
butts. I kind of understand it. It's not a huge deal breaker. I mean, I, I don't really care either way, but... It, it works really well, because there's a lot of intrigue, new allies are made, allies are lost, enemies are made. Enemies become allies. And just all kinds of nonsense going on. It's it's a lot of fun, and our protagonist finally figures out like how to use his quirk, I mean sigil. I mean unlimited blade works. <laughs> Because that's what it is. It's the Unlimited Blade Works. I mean, is it though? Because Unlimited Blade Works... He even has work... like a blacksmith inside his thing. Yeah, true. But consider that Unlimited Blade Works, he has to make everything like worse. Like he can't make perfect copies. He can make But I mean, who says copies. a copy can't surpass the original? <laughs> true. True. However... It's uh, not literally the Unlimited Blade Yeah, works, I know. It's quite literally the Unlimited Blade Works. It's pretty close. He At one point, he runs out of ammo in a PKD, I think? It's a machine gun. Uh, R- RPK. RPK. I was close. No, RPD. 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 No, the RPK is the... Well, in any case, he runs out of ammo for a machine gun, and so in an instant, he has a whole conversation with the blacksmith in his mind... It's not really clear what's going on there, but he's like, "Oh, okay. I I understand how I'm how I'm actually allowed to use this ability now." And he summons more ultimate bullets. He summons stronger bullets. <laughs> I love that. Dang it. My gun's not working. I need better bullets. Like, yes, that was that was always an option. I think it was literally just um there was more gunpowder in the bullets. Yeah. Or something like that. Uh, doesn't really Plus matter. Plus P rounds. <laughs> he got the hand loader perk. Very nice. But yeah, literally he just summons a a whole bunch of bullets, slaps them in the gun, and starts firing away. The sad thing is, though, he never really does anything like that again. No. It, it's it's kind of annoying, honestly. He never like has to get out of a situation by coming up with a unique solution by manipulating the objects he knows how to use i mean he doesn't really get himself aside against like mooks he doesn't really get himself involved in direct combat much does he but eh, he kind of does i mean he fought the plant guy yes that's like the the only major one-on-one fight he does in the entire series yeah, I'm saying aside from a bunch of mooks. All right, all right. Well, Iron Skin guy. Iron Skin guy. The martial arts guy. Oh yeah, that one. That was yeah, a weird fight. Yeah, but that 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 fight upsets me for other reasons. Oh really? <laughs> for what happens afterwards, or just in general? Both. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> In any case, a whole bunch of stuff happens in this uh, ring event arc. It's cool. It's epic. Friends are made, then lost. We we already said all that. Yes, we, we did. And I don't really want to dwell on it too much, mostly because it's Head- pretty good. And I think you should go into it with as little spoilers as possible. Yeah, I found it absolutely electrifying. 
as as did I. Had we ended at like episode seven, maybe halfway through episode eight, I would have probably been ready to declare this one of my fa- one of my absolute favorites. Actually, the but f- they didn't. <laughs> yeah, they didn't. They had to keep going. Actually, funny thing is, we it, we stopped watching at the end of episode seven because we were like, it's super late. We need to go to bed. Yeah, and we'll pick this up later, and we did. We picked it up like the next week, and we started watching. We we're like, oh, this is pretty good denouement to this arc, and then the next arc started, and we're like, oh no, <laughs> oh no. Uh, okay. What have you done, Darwin's game? <clears throat> so basically, after the whole ring thing happens, uh, some the remaining allies from the ring event that he had uh, all join together and to form a clan. So I don't think I need to un- explain what a clan is, right? I mean, you shouldn't have to. It's a group of players that work all together. I shouldn't have to explain that. <laughs> In any case, so it consists of him, the main main character, uh, Wire Girl, uh, Truth uh, or Lies guy. Yeah, Truth or Lies guy who dresses in, in like riot gear, a trench coat, and has an RPD, and is awesome. <laughs> he he is pretty cool. Um. Ice Girl, who's also possessed by Water Boy? Or no, was no, it? it's Water Girl he has possessed ice by and she Ice has Girl. Water. Or, he has ice, she has water. It's, it's like, a girl who has water powers who's being possessed by her brother who has ice powers. It's complicated. <laughs> it's complicated. Actually, kind of interesting. I, I agree. I agree. It is quite interesting. Considering that we were trying to like figure out when she was introduced. Whether or not there was legitimately two of them. Like, is there two of them, or is there just one of them switching back and forth personalities? Like, is this Hansel and Gretel, or is this Hansel and Gretel? Black Lagoon. Very good. Very good. <laughs> um, uh, I feel like there was one more. I mean, there was... Right, Lapless. The, uh, right, yes. The, the, the little girl. She's also pretty cool. Who can see every possibility. She has a sniper rifle. She's pretty sweet. She's a lot of interesting characters in this in this main group of characters. Yes, and they all join together and they're like, we're a clan. And, and the, uh The MC's not that bad either. Yeah. yeah, he's not terrible, I guess. He I mean he Yet. does have at least like a distinctive personality, I guess. I mean, up through the end of the uh, the ring arc. It's I not agree. very. In- it's not a very really interesting one, but he has one. That is he's fair. A, he's a defined person. This is true. This is very true. Anyway, so he d- kind of disappears from the rest of his life for I think somewhere along the lines of like three months after the last event. So it's that- it's the. It's the downtime between missions, you know, heal yeah. up, get get new gear, craft new gear, all sorts of stuff. Oh yeah, there's also a person with a semblance, I mean sigil, <laughs> who can literally, like, reattach limbs and heal any injury. Dude got his arm lopped off. I don't even think they put it on ice and it got reattached, like, way later. Yeah. 
not the main character, obviously. We're talking about Truth or Lies guy. He got his arm cut off by the guy who can manipulate space. Anyway, so there was a... I don't know, some kind of weird agreements. The uh, main character had to fight the leader of a dojo or something. So that they could... another, yeah, they're another clan in the whole... D-game environments. Initially going into this, I saw the shonen tag and I was concerned. <laughs> and then like the first, you know, seven, eight episodes pass. I'm like, oh, okay. So when they say shonen, they don't mean like people screaming and punching each other shonen. It turned into a people screaming and punching each other shonen. Yeah, kind of. It was very... The fight against the dojo leader isn't quite isn't very interesting he has uh he has metal skin that he can generate he's like colossus from x-men i guess um i honestly don't remember much about this fight because it was it was it was very boring all i remember is the main (laughs) character had a uh i want to say uzi he had had, had scorpions scorpions right love those they are hilariously dumb but they look cool yeah also uh, Len in SEO uh, in in GGO all uses them for a bit oh that's right before she switches to the the P90 P90 that's a nice gun (laughs) from what I remember of using it in like Call of Duty (laughs) I wouldn't mind one in real life fair enough um, where were we? Right. What happens right after the fight with Iron Skin guy? There's he gets this... kidnapped by like a samurai ninja lady. Yeah, that that that's that's really weird, to be honest. Who has? I don't even remember what her deal was with her sword or something. She has like phantom blade abilities or something. I'm not. Was it? I don't even know if that was, like, her sigil. Or... No, that wasn't. That was just, like, a thing she could do. She just... She could walk into a room, take one look at you, and put you through the most excruciating pain you've ever felt. Like, a sword is being jabbed through your gut. And this, this isn't is... her sigil. This is, like, some sort of, like, energy manipulation breathing technique level bullshit. Yeah. Lots, lots of fun there. I, don't, I honestly don't remember what her sigil is. She, you, you already have established superpowers in the narrative. Why'd you have to pull this? Why couldn't you just make it her superpower? Or give her two superpowers. Maybe if you get high enough into the game, you can roll on the superpower gotcha and get extra superpowers. I mean, wasn't she one of the ones that actually won a special prize and could get whatever she wanted? I believe so, yes. I believe she was actually the number one player in the game. At that point. Yeah, that could have been her thing. Like, get high enough ranked and the admins start throwing bullshit cheats at you. Yeah. Like the casino full of people betting on the uh, on the ring event. That was run by somebody who got a cheat ability. Not Namely, the ability to run a casino. <laughs> Energy. Breathing techniques. Swords. Sword. <laughs> They're having a freaking Humvee chase. A Humvee the is chasing of, a limo. Like Tokyo or something. Yes. I don't even know. Yeah, I, I believe it is Tokyo. Ta- ta- Swords. <laughs> yeah, it's 
yeah, so she kidnaps the main character, and the rest of his clan follows after her in pursuit. Um, and so it ends up with a Humvee chasing a limo, and it's it's so dumb. It's it's, it's a, I admittedly it's a cool it's a cool fight. It's uh, cool they're enough. Because like, they're like jumping around the cars and trying to get into a good position to fight without like you know falling off the cars. Yes. So so that's pretty cool. But, but the main character ends up winning the fight, and winning the fight while being tied up in the backseat of a limo. Yep. Basically, they shot out their tires, and so. They're like, we shot out your tires. Surrender, and the, the samurai ninja lady's like, um, no, fuck you. I am going to murder all of you now. And then her butler's like, no, 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 we gotta surrender. We gotta, we gotta let them do. We gotta let them. We gotta let live. them live <laughs> for reasons. Give, give them back their useless idiot, or I guess useful idiot, useful yeah. idiot. Yeah, he is useful. He is pretty useful. He is their leader, you know, in, in any case. Um, so as a result of this, the number one player in the game joins their clan. <sighs> I think we both said that that was so dumb. Especially since it comes pretty much she like she was like foreshadowed as like some like antagonist in like a couple shots before then. Yeah. But she basically comes out of nowhere in a single episode, upends like everything, and then immediately joins the protagonists. One episode. It that is the fastest villain to hero redemption arc I've ever seen. Although, admittedly, she doesn't really become a hero so much as she joins the hero's clan. And, and guess what they do with her after this? Fucking nothing. <laughs> Fuck. Nothing. <gasps> It is. It, it she's is not actually... even in the next arc, except for a throwaway line about how she's not in the arc. Like, it is so oh, infuriating. She, had, you she had to, to go do something. She was. She was getting her hair done. It's so gonna take another hour for the dye to dry. Oh God. She got seriously. a perm. No, but seriously, it was so infuriating because it was just. We have this one episode where she shows up and then fights the protagonist and then joins the protagonist party and then the very next arc it's like the writer was like oh hey um i just realized putting the number one player in the game into this guy's party kind of throws off the entire balance of the setting so let's have her not be part of this arc or any arc for the foreseeable future which is why after we finished this the last arc we were like you know, they really could have just pushed that one episode, like have her introduced in the last episode instead of. It still would have been bullshit. Yeah, but... it still would have been bullshit, but it would have made more narrative sense. Because <laughs> then they wouldn't have had to throw in the stupid throwaway line about her not being there for whatever reason. And she wasn't even there in the end credits scene. So no, dumb. She wasn't. It was so dumb. So, anyways. Basically, in the last arc, uh, the main character's other friend, because he had one more friend who wasn't part of D-Gang. Yes. 
that, the that one got... remaining connection to the outside world. Anyway, so whom he, gets... he hasn't speaking spoken to or talked to or communicated with in any sense for like three months. Yeah, I'd say he's a shitty friend, but I do the exact same thing. Fair enough. I'm a shitty friend. Yes, you are. <laughs> Anyways, so this guy gets kidnapped by the like gang leader who was the main enemy of the uh, of the ring arc. Another reason why the sword lady is completely unfitting, because the the last arc is kind of a continuation of the ring arc. That's right. I mean, the dude wants revenge specifically for what happened in the ring arc. Good times. Good times. Um, Good times. Anyway, so so kidnaps the friends, sends a ransom request, and the party sets off to in, enact an awesome plan. And the only person they really bring is this one guy they had one fight with earlier, who's the underling of the of the Iron Skin guy because he's part of the same clan. Not super important. Their their clans are allied after the whole tournament fight thing but of course they can't come help either because they're fighting someone else so they just send the one random guy yeah his you know can't can't uh, send the guy who like turns himself bulletproof because again that would that would ruin the whole like fight of it just send him to tank everything exactly um so anyways so this one guy who they bring with him uh, his mutant power i mean sigil (laughs) is super speed so he's basically the flash i guess but not as fast it's kind of a less fast flash <laughs> he's, he's he's really shitty okay <laughs> he's not good i i love the way you put that because that sounds like the worst superhero ever <laughs> he's the flash but not as fast <laughs> i mean isn't that just kid flash like, uh, is he faster than usain bolt Slightly, yes. <laughs> anyway, so they do a whole thing. Basically, they go to warehouse, they, and I think they called the police on the gang who was hiding in the warehouse. Possibly, I don't remember. I, I don't remember. There was police there, and the police got they the police got fucked up because they're going against people with superpowers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They they died they died pretty fast to all the people's superpowers and guns. Don't forget the guns. Yeah, they had guns. Good times, good times. Anyways, so basically the plan here is they let the police distract the gang. They throw a phone in to the warehouse where the friend is being kept and have him accept a help request in Darwin's game. So that he can get superpowers. Yes, and also the, that they can know where he is. True, and fair. I think actually the original plan was to teleport him out using the I help request. I think that was the original plan. But in any case, so he so he does succeed in See, getting superpowers. See, this is why you just put like chips in all your friends. <laughs> in any case, so the plan goes awry when the friend accidentally ends the call. So they're like, oh, well, we don't know if the plan went off. So let's just fucking do another plan and infiltrate. He did, he did have all his fingers cut off. This is true. This is very the, true. The gang leader has a very weird fixation. He has a, he has fingers. a finger fetish. Yeah. He, he, he puts them in a jar. And pickles them. And then drinks it. Uh, 
It's disgusting. In any case, um, so they infiltrate the warehouse. So the friend, while they're infiltrating the, the warehouse, the friend gets superpowers and he gets like telekinesis, I guess. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. We don't see a lot of it because he immediately dies. Not even on screen. <laughs> Completely off screen. Chopped gets up killed and little shoved pieces. into a box. He is. I would. I. I was gonna say he was literally fridged, but he wasn't put into a fridge. He was put into a box. Anyways, so uh, they fight through the warehouse. I think actually uh, the only people who go into the warehouse is main character and truth or lies guy and wire girl no she goes to a different warehouse isn't it the same warehouse no it's a different I one it's just a big warehouse no it was a different warehouse that she was in because she had the time to set up her wire traps all over the place mm. i mean the warehouse was at least adjacent to the yeah it warehouse. was adjacent it was in the same it was on the same dock it's a, a long somewhat interesting fight ensued between the gang and our party of protagonists. And then there's the showdown where Truth or Lies guy and the protagonist are facing down the gang leader and all his minions. And he's like, give me back my friends. And the gang leader's like, what's in the box? (laughs) Yeah, he's like, oh, turn around. He's right there. And he opens the box and a butterfly comes out and they're like, oh no, he's dead. And... That was honestly, that kind of sucked. Especially because I think we, I think I said when he got his fingers chopped off, we're like, does it really matter? They know a person who has a sigil that can just <laughs> yeah. heal anything. It completely removes all the narrative tension. Whatever you bring strong healing or even revival from death into anything, it drastically cuts the tension. Yeah. I don't, I don't care if it has it was only used once like 30 episodes ago. I it's stuck in my mind. Yeah. In this this case the the writers must have realized and they're like great, now we have to actually kill this guy cuz you can't come back from being dead, but you can come back from having no fingers. I guess. But yeah, so they kind of wasted a perfectly good character. Yeah. Main character enters his Epic, edgy, rage-breaking point. Please to pull off perfect headshots without even looking at them. Or with, aiming. With very poor uh, posture, I must add. It's literally like, he looks in the box, and without even turning around, holding his gun sideways, he perfectly headshots one of the mooks of the bad guy. And then he does it to the rest of them. And it is just so disappointing. It's just the last, the, the the very end with like the whole, we're going to just, they win. They have an epic fight scene. Can you really call also, it an epic fight scene? Also like orange haired shonen flash guy. Oh, right. The martial arts master, whatever guy on the gang side in a completely useless and pointless fight. Yes. We were, just, we were talking about that. Like, what's the point Literally of this fight? useless. What is the point of this fight? Like, it doesn't even end before they beat the boss. Which kills all the mooks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The whole the whole gang gets knocked out of the of the entire fight. And this is that's what kills the airbending martial arts master who Flash was fighting. And it's completely pointless. 
Especially because we've already seen the protagonist can just headshot people for no reason. Because he wants to. Because screw you, I guess. <sighs> Anyways. So... It should be pointed out that up to this point, the protagonist has had a very, well, not strict, but very particular. Strict in the technical pacifist way. Yeah, strict in the technical pacifist way of no killing. He's like, no, I don't want to kill people. I, that Killing is bad and wrong, and I don't want to do it. Unless I'm not doing it. <laughs> Unless yeah. I'm not doing it or witnessing it. In which case, it's fine. Until he gets to fighting the mooks, in which case he's just like, fuck it, kill them all. My friend that I've not actually spoken cared about? all of like ten sentences to over the entire series died. Oh, they went to karaoke that one time. <laughs> Once. Oh yeah, <laughs> did they even show that? They did not. That... Yeah, that happened off screen. It was just like, hey, you want to go to karaoke? Yeah, sure. How else are they going to establish them as close friends? Fair. Show us a close friendship. <laughs> no, don't be ridiculous. In any case, God. And then after and after that, the clan is all united as one, and they all switch to dark jet black outfits that are literally the same as their current outfits, but black. Because things are serious now. Yeah. It's all serious and grrr. So they section off like a couple city blocks? I think they section off like an entire part Section of the, of the city. city, yeah. yeah turn it into their turf and they enact a severe no de-gaming policy and instead of you know just like popping out and it's like hey guys no de-gaming on our turf or else under they, penalty they just, of being they st- <laughs> no you, you keep going they start by just wiping out everybody who plays the game in their territory no de-gaming upon strict penalty of being de-gamed <laughs> Because that's what they do. <laughs> yeah, they start with kill everyone, and then they're like, and then to the survivors, they go, okay, no de-gaming. And there's there's the fucking scene where, uh, whatchamacallit, the protagonist is staring down the one guy who's, he's like, you're gonna, no, you get to survive because you have to pass on the message that there's no de-gaming in our turf. And behind him is the whole bunch of the... Guys massacred friends and family. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) All the massacred people who the protagonist presumably killed just before facing that guy. And it's like, I I don't actually know if he could actually take on that many people at once. Like, we went from, oh no, I don't want to hurt anyone. I don't even want to fight. I just want to hide and stay alive to... I will kill literally everyone in this city to get my way. No ifs, ands, or buts. It could have been a much gentler transition. Yes, yes, it could have. And that's where the season ends. And... God. With the manga continuing and them leaving off on a massive cliffhanger. Yeah. Probably... Won't see a, uh... Second season? Second season anytime soon. I want there to be. As much as I dislike 
some of the things the show did. I have I still have very positive feelings towards it, actually. That's fair. I went in expecting a crappy Future Diary ripoff. I realized pretty early on that it was not. That it was, you know, uh, hitting a lot of the same notes but playing a different song. Yeah. And that, that, that pumped me up. I was feeling so good. So, so good about this show. Yeah. And then it sort of turned into... I mean, it was still its own thing, I I guess. But it just kind of... It, it turned from a triumphant cheer to a wet fart. Yeah. And it, it's never good when something turns into a wet fart, even for a little bit. Th- there were a lot of missed opportunities and unexplored ideas that will probably never be able to be explored now because of how they've cut and sutured the plot threads but I still think it's possible for them to turn it around again well fingers crossed uh, I mean some anime wait years to get their season 2 I yeah I mean I know I feel like after five years we should give up though I mean how long were people waiting for a season two to uh devil's a part-timer yes that came out in 2013 and the sequel is um (laughs) they don't even actually have the release date yet it's upcoming 2022 at the earliest so nine years that's that's quite a while Gives you, ho- us... gives you some hope for Spice and Wolf, though. We've waited eight years, and they've only just announced uh, a new Monoka Magic project to to sequel on from Rebellion. That's going to be like 2022 at the earliest. Probably not till 2023, maybe. Exciting. In any case, Darwin's Game is an interesting anime that could have done better but it's still probably worth a, a checking it out at least because it's got some interesting things going on i'd absolutely if you want to you can just watch like the first eight episodes yes i mean i, I about that way about at that point i was thinking like this is like a hot fresh modernized take on future diary and that is something i absolutely uh am on board with Yes. But um, it's I, I think it I think I think we both agreed at the time and also now, just literally the episode with the ninja samurai girl, who kidnaps the main character. Just don't have that episode. That's all you need. Cut that. Maybe, maybe I, I I think we mentioned how you know would have been cooler if the main dude's friend had actually like survived the whole kidnapping incident and got on to be a recurring or at least like somewhat mentioned antagonist they it it was he he was kind of having delusions of grandeur there for the very brief moment that he had superpowers and we were like oh this is kind of kind of cool he's gonna be he could be like the edgy anti-hero to the protagonist who wants to get things done yeah and it, and and it could have helped yeah. you know smooth out that curve to edginess you know by like you know i refuse to you know directly kill you know have the big fight where you 
basically get the dude to surrender and they lose all their points and the entire clan gets del- gets banhampered basically nice you know not, 10 technically kill them just got them deleted and have his basically get it thrown in his face by his friend who's like you know you don't have to be so kind and merciful look where being kind and merciful gets you i lost all my fingers of course you could just grow them back but i mean that's that's a separate issue <laughs> There's some interesting ways they could have gone with it. Yeah. Instead, they did not. They, did not. <laughs> they they picked probably the least interesting way to deal with that. What's done is done. What's done is it's... done. It's 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 already been posted and animated and all this other stuff and <sighs> the soundtrack was heavy on the dubstep. Oh yeah, that's right. I did I didn't mind it. I quite quite enjoy I electronic music. I quite like electronic music, so. I mean, I, I like electronic music. I'm not maybe so much for dubstep. But oh, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I like, uh, was it 14 hours to save the planet Earth? Not familiar. That's my, that, that's my, I, <laughs> I was about to say I wouldn't expect you to, but I'm like, yeah, it was, it got a little bit of traction. As like the whole like electro revival a couple of years back. Oh, fair, fair, fair. Do you still you still listen to to uh, electro swing? Every now and again, yeah. No, oh, nice, nice, nice. But i th- I think my I think my musical tastes are a topic of discussion for another day. Very much so. In any case, that's more or less Darwin's game. I guess maybe check it out if you want to, but you don't have to because it's. You're not missing anything by not checking it out but it's definitely got some cool stuff to check out yes that's probably probably the best way if you watched future diary and you want more future diary stuff feeling stuff go check it out well until next time and uh it's kind of it's kind of kind of good to be uh, back from hiatus y'all it is very it is a very good feel to be back from hiatus I have been Lyle. And I have been Eli. And this has been Anime Stroganoff.